Hey everyone, this is Chris Benton with the Metro Buzz podcast, where we get where we bring on leaders from Middle Tennessee to kind of talk about a little pieces of their story and about where Middle Tennessee is going through COVID and the future of the area. And today we're really excited to have a PR company that we kind of been working with and all of that. So we've got Jeff Bradford from Bradford Dalton Group, and we're going to talk about some about his story, a little bit about the merger that's happened, and just PR talk. So, Jeff, are you here? I'm here. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good, you know, especially for what's all going on and trying to make it through this whole COVID stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's getting pretty, getting pretty irritating. I'm tired of it. <clears throat> I know, especially for Nashville and Middle Tennessee. I mean, that area thrives on entertainment, and now you don't have entertainment. Well, it's, there's some entertaining people around. <laughs> not much, not much uh, legitimate <laughs> entertainment, though. You're right. So, as we get started here, tell people who you are and a brief overview of you. What got you to where you are today? You know, just kind of a couple minutes of your story. Okay, so uh, I'm the president of the Bradford Dalton Group, which is a uh, PR and advertising agency. Uh, the Bradford Dalton Group is the Nashville office of uh, Dalton Agency, which is a, a relatively large PR and advertising agency with offices in Nashville, Atlanta, and Jacksonville, oh, wow. Florida. Uh, we uh, we were the Bradford for the first 20 years of our existence. We were the Bradford Group, and on March the 1st of this year, we merged with the Dalton Agency uh, out of Jacksonville to create this uh, this new firm. And it's been oh, wow. A really good, a really good move. Uh, it has given mm-hmm. our company access to a lot of uh, resources and services that we didn't have before, particularly on the advertising side, as we're primarily a public relations agency. So mm-hmm. yeah, so we're excited about it. That is really awesome. Um, so how long have you been in Nashville personally? I've been here 35 years. Oh wow! So you've uh, seen a lot of changes. Yes, I have. This town has uh, changed dramatically. Really, the most of the change though has been in the last five, the last five years or so. I mean, in terms of the cityscape, the landscape, the uh, skyline, just building, and, mm. and the city's overall growth. It really has been the last five to seven years, I would say. And right, and the change can... is palpable. Mm-hmm. I mean, the change. First of all, the skyline has doubled, uh, and it's, it's continued <laughs> to grow. We have, I think. Uh, most the most cranes of any city in the country right now are in Nashville right now. So oh wow! Building. Uh, and then the city itself has, has grown population-wise tremendously. Uh, you know, with that has come uh, it's, it's a more cosmopolitan place than it was 35 years ago for sure. Because we've got people mm-hmm. now from the country and the world who are come to live here and bring their ideas and their energy and enthusiasm. Well, what hasn't changed is the city's. Uh, entrepreneurial spirit. This is a very business-friendly, very uh, risk-tolerant mm-hmm. uh, town that really values entrepreneurs. As a matter of fact, the uh, the largest chapter of the entrepreneurs organization is the organization of entrepreneurs. It's a worldwide organization. Mm-hmm. The largest chapter in the country is here in Nashville. Bigger than New York, bigger than Chicago, bigger than L.A. Uh, that maybe does a good job of attesting to what an entrepreneurial 
catholicistic wonderful place it is <laughs> yeah cuz i remember before pre uh, of course pre covid i remember looking up the stats on nashville and couldn't believe that 100 people a day moved there mhm yep it's been growing tremendously fast i think it's down to about 85 now, can, or so a day but still yeah it's, it's a tremendous oh, well. amount of growth and that's uh, now can that, nashville that, sustain that how does it sustain it yeah. Well, uh, it's been building over the years. Uh, been building housing at a rapid click to house all those folks. <laughs> the uh, apartment market has exploded. Uh, our roads are uh, really full. I mean, traffic has become an issue in Nashville because there are so many people and so many cars. Mm-hmm. You know, any traffic is a, is a problem in any large town. So I think yeah. it's something we have to deal with as we grow. Yeah, you know, I read an article recently, and I thought this was interesting, but I can see how this would work in Nashville's favor. But I read it was talking about a lot of people who live in Nashville because of COVID, you know, and, you know, they're trying to move out of the city a little bit. So they're they're moving to the outskirts, which is actually helping people in L.A., Chicago, and New York, because a lot of those folks are like, I'm leaving. I'm leaving this big, big city. I'm picking Nashville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are. We're getting a lot of people from first-tier cities like Chicago and San Francisco and New York, mm-hmm. um, particularly San Francisco, because Nashville's becoming a a um, pretty strong tech center. And uh, you know, it's, you've got the talent here, and it's much cheaper to live here than it is in the, on the West Coast. So we're benefiting from that. That's really good, because you know, you know, coming from the South here. You, t- you look at the Nashville's cost of living, and, and you're like, oh, God, it's expensive. But yet, like you said, coming from California, you look at Nashville, yeah. and you're like, oh, wow, that's cheap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, particularly housing is much less expensive here. And even though we just had a 34% property tax increase, mm-hmm. uh, taxes here are still uh, much less than most areas of the country. And, you know, and there is no income tax in Tennessee, yeah. which is, uh, helps a lot. Now, do you think the the 34% tax increase, do you think that's going to affect rent prices much? Or? Yeah, I think it's going to depress the real estate market uh, a bit, uh, at least for a while. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a tremendous increase in expense. Uh, so it's, mm-hmm. it's particularly hit commercial real estate owners uh, because they're already paying a higher rate of tax anyway. So yeah, you're adding, you know, many thousands of dollars uh, a year to their tax burden. So, yeah, so it's probably going to increase. It's going to result in uh, increased uh, rents. It's going to result in decreased mm-hmm. property values. Uh, yeah, it's a really uh, it's a really bad thing overall. I'm sorry it happened. Now, with the commercial real estate, where do you think that's going? Because I've read a lot of articles that talked about, you know, a lot of business people, they've, they've bucked for years that, that you have to have an office for all your people. Because if they work from – even though their jobs could really be with technology, work from home. But they've bucked that because they're like, you know, if, if they're not in the office, they're not going to do their work. But because of COVID, they're finding out that they're getting more productivity from their employees because they're like, kind of like – so do you see that a lot of these businesses who have offices, like in your skyscrapers, are going to be like, you know what? We're going to cut that in half and and have half our people – at home and half not. If that happens, what do you see it happening with the commercial real estate? 
Yeah, I'm not sure that that will happen. Uh, I, don't, mm-hmm. I, don't have a crystal, I don't have a crystal ball, but what I can tell you yeah. is, uh, is that there was just a uh, seven-tenths of an acre in downtown Nashville sold for $17 million. That, uh, oh, wow. is, that's $550 a foot for raw land, which sets a new record for Nashville real estate. So, I mean, huh. if, you know, if, if commercial real estate is truly – Going the way of the uh, buggy, that doesn't mm-hmm. jive with that. So you know, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, I think commercial real estate is going to be fine. I think it might change somewhat. Okay. I think the way that offices are laid out will be different. I think the mm-hmm. open office environment is going away, and I think, frankly, that that's a good thing. That was never a. Mm-hmm. That was a bad productivity move from the beginning. It was basically a way to cram a lot more people into in the same amount of space. So I think we're going back to yeah. individual offices. Uh, and I think you know if you if this social distancing holds true, you're going to need more space for the same amount of people. So I don't, I'm not sure that you're yeah. going to see a big decline in commercial real estate. That is really good to know. And and you know I got a really cool story from Nashville. But as you know, we're moving to Nashville next year. But we started yeah. a podcast earlier this year. And I, before the before that, I was reaching out to my Facebook friends and asking just did anybody have an extra podcast mic? laying around that we could get. And I was really looking for someone from Savannah, you know, because uh-huh. we're, we're located. I could just swing by, pick up. And, you know, uh-huh. again, I could easily go pay 30, 50 bucks from a place um, for one. Um, but, you know, so, you know, when you're a startup, you, you try to save every dollar no matter what. Sure. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and I actually had a Nashville friend of mine, because I've got a lot of Nashville contacts too up there, private message me and say, what's your address? I've got one. I'll mail it to you. I thought that was the greatest thing. Yeah, and that's really speaking to to Nashville. This is a very friendly town. I mean, even even, even pertains to competition and business. I mean, other PR Mm -hmm. firms in town and I get along just fine. You know, it's not a whole lot of – it's not really – it's not a cutthroat sort of environment. It's one of the friendliest towns you'll ever be in. Now, speaking of PR – what do you think is the probably the biggest misconception of PR to business people? To business people? Um, yeah, because, you know, a lot of people think, well, I don't need a PR company. So this is kind of your pitch on why you probably need one. Why, why you need me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and, um, yeah, well, thanks for that. I'll, I'll see if I can hit that softball. Um <laughs> In my experience, uh, PR is the one thing that is difficult to do in-house, as a matter of fact. Uh, PR, by PR, mm-hmm. we mainly mean publicity, which means you know generating stories in the media on behalf yeah. of a client. Uh, requires a special set of skills. It really is hard to do uh, part-time. You need to have – it requires mm-hmm. an understanding of how the media works. It requires good writing ability. It requires a good sense of news. And it's just hard to do in-house. Uh, it's easy. It's easier to do design in-house or advertising or direct mail or social media. Social media actually is particularly well suited to being done in-house because social media requires mm-hmm. someone, you know, having their pulse on the, or their finger on the pulse of the organization at all times. But I mean, that's mm-hmm. that would be my uh, pitch for why you might need uh, an outside <laughs> agency. And it seems to be, you know, you know here. Uh, go ahead. You know, here's a funny story that you might laugh at because, you know, I'm new to all of this. And, and I remember, you know, as as I told you before the show, we do the Chris Sandy show where we interview up-and-coming artists. Mm-hmm. And 
when we, it, I had a learning experience at the very beginning, because at the very beginning, I thought if I know you, I can just reach out to you and book mm. you. I didn't. Yeah. I'm like, well, why do I need to? Why do I need to go through a PR company? And I'll be honest, yeah. that was my yeah. opinion at that uh-huh. time. And and I I booked a I booked an artist, and I got chewed out by somebody over that. Oh, did you? Another agent, I guess. Yeah, yeah, another PR per- person of that person. Mm-hmm. And I had to go to a friend of mine who's been in the music business um, for years, and he was mm-hmm. explaining to me because um, he's kind of a mentor of mine. And I asked him about that. Why would I have to? And he and he made perfect sense. He says, okay, let, let's pretend um, you book that artist through the artist. And let's pretend that the PR company also books that artist, and you all both book the same day, the same mm-hmm. time. So all it's going to do is create chaos. Create chaos, right. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I get it. I, I, see, when he put it in layman terms for me, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. 100% you know, got it. <laughs> right, right. That's uh, and, it's a little different though with with uh, music artists than it is uh-huh. with business. I mean, so we're a, mm-hmm. a business PR firm. We don't we don't work yeah. with artists or that sort of thing. And, yeah. I mean, we're not that. It's much different here. We I'm, I'm not going to choose somebody out if they call my client directly. That <laughs> that would be fine yeah. with me actually. And yeah. it's a little bit a little bit I, more fragile do. egos than the music business. <laughs> that uh, that's funny. I love that. But you know what? I'll be honest with you. When I'm booking, especially for artists, now granted, business might be different, like you're saying. But for mm-hmm. artists, it's actually turned around to where now I love PR companies because sure, once well, I it's, it's, it's do, job to help. Mm-hmm. yeah, because once I get someone on our show that's an artist, mm-hmm. then they want to send me more. I say, oh, this is easy. I don't have to go chase people. Right. <laughs> That's that's a PR guy's job is to do is to help journalists do their job better and yep. easier. That's and right. if you book it through an artist and all that, they may or may not show. If a PR right. person books them, right. they're showing. Exactly. They make sure that they get there. That's true. But I thought that was that's a huge true. lesson I learned. I, I fell in love with PR companies after that. And again, I, I know the business side is different. But, again, mm-hmm. it's still the same philosophy and all that. You know, the whole goal for you is to get that exposure for for the business and all that. Right. So it's our job to make it easy for guys like you to do, to do your job. You're, you're exactly right. So how did you get, get interested in music? What's your what's your background there? <clears throat> well, what had happened was um, for years, and it's a crazy story how this all turned out, but for years, uh, my wife, um, when, I was, when we married 17 years ago, almost 18, I was this big per- the person that I, I was going to be a motivational speaker. That was just who I wanted to be. Uh-huh. And I listened to audios all day long. She was big in the music, so she listened to mu- music all day long. So, of course, when we were in the car, we had to compromise and do 50-50 split. So I always joked that she brainwashed me into all this music stuff. Well, I fell in <laughs> love with music then and realizing the power that music does move people. Just Music can mm-hmm. move you just as much, if not more, than a motivational speech. I've, I learned that. Sure. and. So in 2013, 2013, 2014, somewhere in that range, I remember telling Sandy, I said, you know what? We've been chasing my dreams all these years because we, we've been a 24-7 couple. We, we just do everything together, and we just feel like, you know, that's just the way we want to live our marriage. And yeah. um, I was like, let's, let's 
do something you actually have a passion for. She liked writing music and all that. I was like, let's write together. That'd be cool. So we, we wrote like 300 songs first year. Now, Grant, when I say songs, lyrics, we don't write the music side yet. One day we'll learn. <laughs> but so that was you got anything fun. picked up? Mm-hmm. Well, well, we've gotten a few artists to actually put music to it and a few things of, of our song, which was really cool. But that was something that I realized, you know what? I'll, it ain't going to happen for big artists. At the beginning, but why, but we can get, get connected with smaller artists, and if they become big, guess what? Then we got our end there. So I started reaching yep. out on Facebook to all, a lot of independent artists, and mm-hmm. then by 2014, I remember saying, you know, people need to hear these people because they can give the big people a run for their money, and and so I decided to launch NewCountryBuzz.com back then to help give that boost to them, and we even mm-hmm. got to interview Kelsey Ballerini. Back then, before everybody knew her, which that was pretty cool. Really? And, How about that? But, but by 2015, it was so much work because it you didn't have the same technologies you've got now. You know, now I just do the show, we record it, and we post it. Back then, I transcribed everything, and that Man. was a lot of work. And, you know, and it was just too much work, so we end up, um, I shut it down. It was kind of a piece of me. I like, st- felt like it left left me. And I remember 2018, three years later, I told Sandy, I was like, you know what? Nobody has bought NewCountryBuzz.com yet because I let it go. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I think we need to relaunch and finish what we started. And she's like, let's do it. So we started that in 2018 and built the foundation of New Country Buzz in 2019. And then at the end of last year, we were like, you know what? I've been wanting to do interview people. I kept putting off, kept putting off. I was like, you know what? It's time. 2020 is our year. Little did we know we are going to go through COVID, but I was like, it's going to be our year. We're going to interview people. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of where we led into the whole music. And here we are, 150 plus people that we've interviewed, and 95% of them are music related. Because we yeah. right now we do um, the Christmas Andy show, which is where 90 plus percent of our um, interviews are. Mm-hmm. We do this podcast, which we just started, the Metro Buzz podcast, and it's for leaders in Middle Tennessee that kind of just tell their story and just chit-chat a little bit like we're doing. Uh-huh. And then um, then we also do a, a called the Hun Artists, um, where we bring parents slash family members on to discuss the artists from their perspective, because, of course, they got a unique perspective. But like, mm-hmm. when did they know that their son or daughter had this talent? You know, some things like that. And then one other podcast we do is called State of the Music Business, and this and we launched this before the state. Of, this one before COVID. This is probably more important now than it was then. But mm-hmm. it was really where we bring on executives and others on the business side of music to discuss the music industry as a whole. Hmm. Interesting. Sound like a like COVID actually worked in your favor. <laughs> yeah, so and then you've got COVID come down and like I said, our goal was like eighty interviews the whole the whole year and then COVID happened. And I told mm-hmm. Sandy, you know what? This is our time to shine. We're going you know, everybody's home. A lot of people are available for interviews, especially artists, um, who would normally right. be on the road. And I'm like, you know what? This is our time to shine. Let's just bump it up and go all out and see what 2020 brings, and here we are with you. <laughs> here we go. So it worked out for you. Congratulations. That's great. Well, and you're thinking well, about moving to Nashville. 
Oh, yeah, we're definitely moving. I mean, we that's, you know, there's just too much in Nashville. You know, we to be – and it's funny that you mentioned Jacksonville earlier because, to be honest with you, we feel like Jacksonville, Florida is the best-kept secret of Florida. Do you really? We – yeah, we – you know, when, when people think of Jacksonville, they don't think – well, when they think of Florida, they don't think of Jacksonville. That's our – I mean, we're only two hours away, so we do a lot of day trips to Jacksonville. And we, sure. we, go right. to, we even go to churches while we're down there and, and yeah. all that. Look, our kids love it. And, and, again, we just love the place. And we really thought we were going to end up moving there, but it was like I couldn't create the friendships that I – meaningful. I mean, I keep creating friendships, but it's like meaningful ones. Yeah. And then about yeah. eight months ago, I told Sandy, I was like, huh. We can't get anything to move in Jacksonville, but yet I look over here, and ninety percent of our contacts are in Nashville. I was like, hmm. maybe we're looking in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> and and although I love the coast, I'm like, okay, this may be better way, way to go. And and, um, and then when you count our kids, you know, there's so much more opportunity in Nashville for kids. You know, mm-hmm. if they're if they're ever going to be in whether it's music film or any of that it's all in nashville for this side of the That's u.s true why do you think nashville has been so much better for you than other cities i think because so many from what i've seen um so many people i think the entertainment industry you know i mean it's called the music city for a reason right. Right. <laughs> and i think uh-huh. that to me is drawn so many people there that when they come there they feel so comfortable that now they want to they don't want to leave and they don't. <laughs> that's true. A lot of people come here, they think for a short time, they end up staying the rest of their life. That's, mm-hmm. that's very true. Now, on the whole COVID thing, you know, I know nobody has a crystal ball. Where do you think Nashville and Middle Tennessee is going as we get through COVID? Because that, that's the concern right now is, is how do we get through this without losing 90% of our business? Yeah. Well, I think Nashville is going to be fine. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. the, the economy currently, economy the city right now is really humming along pretty well. I mean, our, our business, for instance, mm-hmm. have not suffered at all. Uh, and again, I'm at the entrepreneurial organization here in town, and I would say, you know, roughly 80% of the companies in that organization uh, have really not suffered. But the ones that are suffering are the ones that are that are dealing directly with, with the consumer. I mean, you know, restaurants and hotels. I mean, obviously, in any industry that depends upon face-to-face interaction is being hurt. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, this is a different kind of recession than a normal recession. This, this is nothing about the yeah. fundamentals of the economy. This is about an outside force that's, you know, causing the economy to crash. So I think I think yeah. when we get a vaccine, which is looking like it will happen in early 2021, I think you'll see the yeah. economy rapidly come back. And as a matter of fact, we've been talking about this concept of of rapid rebound from COVID, mm-hmm. the idea that businesses that are preparing now, that prepare their marketing now, their messaging now, get their product right now for when the, this, this mm-hmm. thing lifts, will actually have an opportunity to be stronger than, than they were going in because they'll be ahead of the game. They'll yeah. be ahead of their competitors like we did. Who, did, who, who did not prepare so well, right? So it's a chance for a company mm-hmm. that might be number 10 in its industry to be number two or three. So, yeah, I think it's an opportunity. Yeah. And as you know, one thing I was telling my wife about all this COVID stuff, um, as you know, there are a lot of industries that are really saturated. Well, this could be the time that people who wanted to get in whatever industry 
can do it now and actually compete. That's true. That's true. It's kind of leveling the playing field. Yeah, because I think that over the next two, three, four years, as you know, because we're going to, of course, we're going to lose a lot of business. I mean, there's just no way around. I mean, a lot of these business people just they don't have the cushion to last till next year. So there's just no way around it. We're going to lose it. But that also brings opportunity for people that can now step out. So as you look to the future, what are some challenges and opportunities that you see for Middle Tennessee and maybe the U.S. as a whole, but especially Middle Tennessee? Well, I mean, if you want to think about the industries that are strong here, so, you know, this is a very strong healthcare town. So uh, the, the irony is healthcare has suffered during this pandemic because of the decline in elective procedures. So I think there's going to be a lot of mm-hmm. pent-up demand for uh, non-emergency medical procedures that you'll see really help the economy in Nashville in that regard. You know, the other key industry here, obviously, yeah. is the music industry. I think you're also going to see tremendous pent-up demand, demand for uh, people going back mm-hmm. to concerts. And you know, that's really, yeah. as you know, concert is how you make your money in music today. It's not really in recording anymore because of the way that it's mm-hmm. the way that the digital revolution changed yeah. all that. So, I think you'll you'll see a, a tremendous rebound in the entertainment business when the, this whole thing lifts because there is again that that pent up demand. So, for, you know, for Nashville, those are two industries that are pretty key to our town. I think you're going to see us accelerate faster out of this than uh, most other towns are going to. And and you know there's and like you said there's so much that is going to go down a little bit that next because I, I told Sandy uh, I believe 2021 is going to be a record breaking year for business. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think it's going to, it's going to be kind of like unleash the floodgates. It's like people have you know they have <laughs> fever right. They've been cooped up for so yeah. long. And they really haven't spent much money. I mean, so we work for a lot of banks as clients, and what mm-hmm. banks are telling us is that um, people are saving money like you know, like never before. They're saving like 25 oh, wow. or 30% of your income because there's nothing to spend it on, right? So uh, sure. there's also going to be a lot, of, a lot of capital that will be ready to mm-hmm. be deployed when, uh, when this thing lifts. So, yeah, I think there's going to be both pent-up demand and pent-up capacity. So I think we'll... I think we'll be fine. But you're right. I mean, the, the it, tough part is hanging in there during the interim. And, yeah. you know, the, uh, the Paycheck Protection Program has done a lot to help mm-hmm. people get through that. And, uh, yeah. you know, we'll see. And I guess that, that this almost was like a perfect storm for y'all a little bit because, again, with, y'all, with the merger that y'all did, that just sets y'all up to dominate in 2021. Well, let's hope so. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I think we're, we're going to do fine in 2021. Yeah, because again, we've 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 company where we're doing a lot more than mm-hmm. public relations now, and we're doing a lot more advertising, a lot more video, social media mm-hmm. uh, research. Again, we have a pretty deep tool bag to draw from now. So, yeah, that that gives me more to sell. So that's always makes it easier. Now, let's talk about the merger a little bit. Tell us a little bit about right. what brought that on. What what, what was what was the how did you get convinced that you know what I've been doing this for 20 years but you know what let's do this yeah. Where did that come Oh a couple of years ago so you know we as a company 
we uh, the whole company comes together once a quarter to plan where we're going for the next quarter. So we're a very uh, inclusive group uh, in that regard. And we've been talking for a couple of years about the need to expand our services beyond public relations. And we've been trying to do it mm-hmm. on our own, uh, organically, uh, particularly been trying to build out our digital marketing capabilities. And, you know, it was just going to take uh, forever, and was, it was going slow. Because that learning curve. Yeah, it made, made a lot more sense simply to uh, partner with someone who was already doing it so we could immediately, you know, hit the ground running and immediately start buying services that our clients were asking for. So that was the that was mm-hmm. the main impetus, and, and, and then it was just a matter of finding the right partner. And you know, I talked with several agencies around the country, and uh, Dalton was just a perfect fit. Uh, so Dalton already had an office here in Nashville. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they, they had they had purchased another uh, technology firm here a couple, about a year ago. So actually, their office was just right down the street from us. So they already had, already had an office here. Uh, the 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 fit between their services and our services was perfect. Uh, it was good chemistry with Jim Dalton, the uh, CEO of Dalton Agency. He and I get along really well. We we can communicate easily, and oh, wow. uh, it's, it's a good cultural fit. The two cultures of our company fit together well. And it's gone it's gone remarkably smoothly, and it's also been accepted mm-hmm. very well by our clients, uh, by the business community here in town. So yeah, there's been no. No uh, negatives at all. It's been almost two. I love that. Wait, other, other shooter drop. I wait for something <laughs> bad to happen. Uh, it's it funny happened. how we we as humans think that oh it, things are going so good. Well, where is that fault? <laughs> yeah, well it's just natural, I guess. You know, you don't want to get too comfortable. Uh, yeah, because I, I think that's what happens with a lot of people as they get in, as they rise in business. They're like, oh, I can ride this wave and. As you know, when it comes to business, there is no such thing as riding a wave. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's no such thing as just letting it happen. It's, you have to make it happen every day, which makes it fun, frankly. It makes it interesting. Yeah. And, you know, we look forward to definitely working with y'all as we grow and you grow. And keep. And we always post y'all's press releases on MetroBuzz.com and all that. Because MetroBuzz.com originally started because it's dedicated to positive news throughout Middle Tennessee. Now, I didn't realize doing that and COVID. And so, because we we did run a site here in Savannah called the Coastal Buzz, where we did the same concept, positive news for the coastal empire here. Uh-huh, and so uh-huh. it's, it's right up my alley, and I'm like, well, if we're going to move, move to Nashville, let's go on and start that base. And so we launched on that basis, and, and then COVID and all that is happening, and we're like, well, Right now, I think people need positive because I, I feel like That's PR true. companies are like a like a partner, you know, mm-hmm. that y'all feed me the news and I'll post it again because we we create accounts in our site on, for each PR company we're working with, so that mm-hmm. when we post the press release, it's not it, that because I think that sometimes I think PR companies they don't get any recognition and I if I post the press because you know a lot there are a lot of companies that'll post press releases. And and I know y'all appreciate that because um, it's getting your client recognition, but I think sometimes it's almost like they wrote it. They they you know they don't say that, but it's, they make it look like that. So I try to make an account for each PR company, so that way when we post your news, it's under the WordPress site with y'all's account, y'all information, and all that, so that people know okay they wrote that. Hmm. That's certainly different. Thanks. <laughs> 
And that's why we – and, again, because when we first launched the Coastal Buzz years ago um, here in Savannah area, that was always my philosophy, and the, and the PR companies here loved me for that. Yeah, They said, nobody don't do that. And I'm like yeah. – and I, I just – to me, I was like, what do you mean nobody does that? To me, it just made sense. Yeah, yeah. So is there a pretty strong industry in Savannah? <clears throat> yeah, the two main – I mean, there are, there are a handful of companies in Savannah – but the main two is Carriage Trade PR, Marjorie Young, and then Abshire PR, Jen, um, um, Jennifer Abshire. And, it's you know, Savannah's like you said Nashua is. All the PR company people are friends here. They're friends. Yeah. You know, so there is like no no enemies between the PR people and all that, but, you know. But, you know, those two – probably kept me feel, you know, I do this for free posting people's news and I tell you what um, as small as Savannah is I've never seen two companies that send so many press releases out than those two because I mean right? I, I, prob- I probably got 20 to 30 press releases a week just from those two man well they're really, they're really putting it out there good for yeah. them and you know, <laughs> and you know, and they're the strong, they're the strong ones here. And and again, you know, we've tried try to launch other areas in the past, and it's like trying to find the right press PR companies that will send me stuff. It's like, okay, um, this ain't gonna work if they send me once every six months. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> my whole right. idea is to build it up with a bunch of news so that it com- mm-hmm. you know, so that when people come to the site, they're like, oh, this is cool. Because my whole goal with it with the Metro Buzz is that when people come to the site and they read some of the different stuff, the stories that are going on, and when, once we're in Nashville, we'll actually take some of y'all's press releases and go actually interview people and stuff like that too. You know, uh-huh. So Great. You know, we'll take it to that next level once we're there. Um, but the, you know, I want people to feel good about living in Middle Tennessee. I, I, don't, you know, I don't want to be a gotcha media company. I don't want to be a company that posts all this. It's funny. you got local news, and this is everywhere, and they have to post a negative news story from a different city. You're like, you're like, oh, my God, that <laughs> happened in Savannah? And then you read the article, and you're like, that's not even in Savannah. I'm like, what are they doing? You know, they, they don't have enough negative news in Savannah. They've now got to take other people's negative news. and, po- yeah. <laughs> and So I, I was yeah. like, you know what? This has got to change. And I was like, you know what, I'm a positive news person. In fact, our main company is called Positive Life Media. That's the whole purpose of this. And I'm like, you know what, I just want to do something positive. You know what, if you're looking for stats about being negative, then the MetroBuzz.com won't be for you. <laughs> There's yeah. plenty of other places for that. The Net Metro Buzz, my goal is to make it where people can feel good and read some stories and and as we grow, we start interviewing some of the different people in, in Middle Tennessee and all that to really put out feel-good stories. That's the ultimate goal. Well, good for you. And is that, how's it going? Are you getting a lot, a lot of readership? <clears throat> yeah, it's, I mean, we've been um, – the website's been open, I guess, about a month, and I think our first, first month had about 10,000 visitors to the site. Well, that's great. And, and all that. That's, I, so, I didn't even realize it was that new. That, that's amazing. It's either one, it's either one or two months old. I can't remember what it was, but right now we're averaging about ten thousand um, visitors a month to the site. I mean, and, and all that. And because of our Alexa ranking has really dropped, it's you know these you know some of these things that like worth the web will tell you the prices. I'm sitting there like you know what they got me quoted, and I kind of like this. Now, granted, I know that you know worth the web and all that, 
there's many different things that would make a site more valuable or not valuable. I get that, but still cool to see. But Work the Web's got, I think, the Metro Buzz at like 18,000 value right now based on Good. the traffic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like the um, the New Country Buzz, I think, is they is like 20, valued at 26,000, where the Chris and Sandy show, our main show, is, is ranked at $34,000. So we're doing something right, I think. That's great. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. We get the traffic. We just now got to convert it to where you know where we can show business people. So you know what? Because we you know we try to be low cost. Like we've got an advertising package where for three ninety nine, you get a lifetime profile on the site. You get um, we interview you face. I mean um, now we do this remotely Facebook Live type interview remotely where you're side by side type thing on the Metro Buzz site. So you get that in that package. You also get the sponsor uh, in that same package. We will give a nonprofit of your choice a sponsorship where they get a profile on the site, and we will interview them on the Metro Buzz, like what me and you are doing. And they're uh-huh. sponsored. They'll be the only sponsor on that particular show when it comes to that nonprofit. And we uh-huh. do all that for three ninety nine. So good deal. That's a good deal. <clears throat> so you know, we're just trying to figure out a way to create packages that will. Will get business people to say, you know what, I like. Now, granted, if you don't want the extras and just want the profile in the website, 150 bucks for life. You never have to pay again. Really, man. And that's so a yeah, remarkable deal. So we're trying to, and again, six months from now, that'll probably be a yearly price. But right now, as we're, <laughs> we're you know, who, sure. the people that take a chance on us, we're we're wanting to give them extra deals because again, we're like, you know what, you're taking a chance on us. You know, we may not make this thing work. You're taking that chance. So we'll give you such a special deal to where if we fall apart, you're not hurting as a business owner. Uh-huh. But if we make this work, then you're really benefiting because you will always be in that website for as long as we make this thing work. Yeah, that, that, uh, so, that's a hell deal. So, we, sure. so we'll, we feel like that we'll, since we'll, – we'll, Go ahead. So, so that's kind of where we're going with that. We're trying to make affordable advertising for, so that so that whether you're a big business, medium business, or even small business, you can actually afford us. Mm-hmm. Great. What did you do? What did you do before you did this? We ran the Coastal Buzz for a few years, and then we kind of, I guess about a year ago, we shut it down and went mostly focused on New Country Buzz. Mm-hmm. For the most part. Because um, you know, and all that. Because the problem I was having with the with the coastal buzz, and hopefully Middle Tennessee will be a little different, but it was mm-hmm. like um, the, with the coastal buzz, people didn't want to hear the positive stories. Really? Now, yeah. Now, granted, I'm already at like um, in just short time. I ran coastal buzz for three years, and with 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 um, the metro buzz, we're already probably 25 um, percent of the traffic already. That that had Man, after you, three years. Why do you think it's uh, why do you think it's growing so much faster? I think because Middle Tennessee is a lot bigger. You know, again, you know, you've got three hundred pop three hundred thousand population here. You got mm-hmm. um, one point seven five million people there. In there, plus I do have a lot of con- I, I, and I believe it or not, I've been in Savannah since age fourteen. I'm forty eight. I but yet I probably have more business contacts in Nashville. Than I do in Savannah, and I think that's a big part of it too. Is is 
we got so many contacts in Nashville, they're willing to share some of our stuff and all that. So that helps and all that. But, but because of and that's part of it. And I, again, and who knows, maybe it's the timing. Maybe, maybe if we'd have launched the coastal buzz now, it would have been different because of COVID people are ready for positive news. Maybe I just launched it too early. <laughs> who knows? Well, at least it's working now. That's great. I mean, and the uh, but, country music thing obviously makes sense in Nashville. Yep. So you know, so everything we do is kind of focused on Nashville, and that's why we launched the Metro Buzz. And I, I had the MetroBuzz.com. Um, I bought that domain like four or five years ago, I think it was, several years mm-hmm. ago anyway, and just held on to it. And and it was funny. I had no idea about this when we I, when I decided to do it for Nashville. And and who knows? Maybe this is helping too. I had no idea that everybody calls the government part the Metro. I had no idea of that. Right. Because mm-hmm. it's a city county and, government. Yeah. So I'm wondering if people see the Metro Buzz, and that might be helping them go read stuff. <laughs> yeah, it might. And you like you say, <laughs> so, that's known as the Metro government. So, you know, we so the, I think that's part of the help. So, and, and then you know, and we love the buzz. As you can tell, we love the word buzz. And I'm gonna build a whole plan around, around that because we're gonna do like buzz uh, networking or where once we're up there, we're going to do a monthly networking where we um, bring in speakers on how to create buzz around your business. Could be a, mm-hmm. I'm a, I want to create a brand around the word buzz for Middle Tennessee. That's kind of where I'm going with all this. Hmm. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, my so wife, once we get up there, and, and once we're up there too, my wife, she wants to launch a networking for women in media. Mm-hmm. You mean for women who so work that's kind in of media? Our, just basically anybody that's in media, whether it's country music media, whether it's business media, but in, um, you know, whether it's PR company, anybody that's in media that's a woman, just a whole a networking event monthly that just where you can bring in a woman to kind of speak on, on the pros and cons of building their business in Middle Tennessee as a woman in media. <laughs> you, have a lot of, you have a lot of big plans. You have a lot going on. When do you yeah, plan to so, come to Nashville? We're hoping to be moving there spring at the latest summer. So, so you know, so so basically nine to twelve months from this point. That's that's mm-hmm. kind of what we're shooting for. Um, could be sooner, if you know, if the right thing happens and and all of a sudden Metro Buzz takes off quicker than we thought. You know, we'd be that we might be there sooner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's exciting. But nine to twelve you. months. Mm-hmm. But the, and, and you know what? We we love the area. We love people, and we're learning that you know business people are like yourself are really open to like um, our last podcast with the Metro Buzz, the guy that you know, he Brian. He said that um, he said the one thing about Nashville that you'll learn is you can almost get a meeting with any CEO you want for the first time. Second time you got to earn it, but the first time <laughs> most people in Nashville will meet with you. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. I thought that was interesting. Uh-huh. I thought that was interesting. I mean, it, it is a very friendly town. It's a very non, unpretentious town, that's for sure. And it is a very mm-hmm. uh, business-focused town. So, yeah. I mean, maybe not any CEO. You probably get most people will uh, at least yeah. give you a phone call, I would think. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So that, you know, again, everything just adds up that we need to be in Nashville. We're supposed to be in Nashville I think our kids need us to be in Nashville. We've got an eight-year-old and a 16-month-old. And our eight-year-old, oh. on all the um, 
on all the artist podcasts, we let him ask them one question, and they, of course they love that. <laughs> oh, I bet so. I bet so. So he's in what second grade? Yeah, and we home. And it's funny. Everybody's. I happen to homeschool right now. We've been homeschooling him since since day one. So we didn't okay. have to send him. Well, it worked out great for you. And what does your wife do most of that? Yeah, we were planning on private schooling his third grade year, but mm-hmm. at, with the COVID and all that, we're like, you know what? We'll homeschool one more year, let this thing get over with, and then for fourth grade, we'll put him in private school. Yeah, that makes sense. Doesn't make sense to pay all that tuition for virtual classes and all things. I don't. I'm, yeah, I'm wondering how. You hear how co- they- because you're yeah, hearing colleges know. not not dropping their rates. Yeah, that just seems really odd to me. I, I don't I don't can't imagine why you would pay the same amount of tuition for, you know, a TV <laughs> instruction. It just sounds odd. I, don't, I think it's going to be. I, I saw a story recently where um, this uh, researcher was he basically he ranked colleges whether they would survive COVID or not, and I think that this mm-hmm. I think that this will be a winnowing experience for a lot, of, a lot of colleges that are not offering a particularly good value proposition I think are going to be yeah. are going to go under uh, because of this because really who wants to pay 50 grand a year for you know listen to a, a teacher on a television that just doesn't <coughs> that's make true any sense. Yeah, I remember remember Mark Cuban I guess about five years ago I think it was maybe a little longer than that but something but I remember he wrote a whole blog about how the elite colleges will go under um, eventually because uh, of the prices, he, he and he, he said because I remember him t- saying it. He said that he he said I would rather hire someone who went to community college than someone who went to Harvard. Um, Did he say that? He, he said yeah. He said because he said that when when people have the elitist college, then they come to you and they and they try to tell you how to run your own business. Uh huh. Well, you know that's a good point. That's I what, just I, I've noticed that the people who we hire who actually do the best. Yeah, they they end up coming from, you know, state schools primarily. Uh, yeah. The, the elite the elite private schools don't really turn out the kind of person who does well in an advertising agency because it requires, mm-hmm. you know, it requires initiative and get up and go and and uh, lack of uh, lack of entitlement. And I think yes, yeah, some of those yeah. elite private school kids do have a sense of entitlement sometimes. And no, because I promised I would keep this. 30 to 45 minutes. I don't want to take up more of your time. So if you want to tell people if they're an NPR company, how they can reach you. <laughs> sure. Uh, well, our website is bradfordgroup.com, which is pretty straightforward. Uh, and go there and learn all about us in the contact form. If you would like to know more, if you'd like to, uh, to have us come talk to you, see how we might be able to help you and your company. And we are uh, primarily a business firm, so we do a lot of Work in the financial industry, uh, the technology industry, healthcare, uh, real estate, um, those uh, sort of boring, profitable industries. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I enjoyed having you on today. I hope you enjoyed it too. My goal of this show is just to chit chat with the leaders up there. We can talk about some serious stuff, we can talk about some fun stuff, and just have a conversation. That's kind of the goal of the plan, of the show. Well, thanks for having me. And we look forward to having you back down the road. All right. You have a good day. All right. You too. Bye. Bye.